Hockey Canada and the news, the hits just keep on coming every single day. Earlier today, we had the prime minister saying they do not understand. And clearly that was almost a nonpartisan agreement after looking at the defense and a most unusual offense that they chose yesterday at the hearings. Today, we have more bad news for them. It's not just about government funding and trying to get it back. It's not just about these hearings. Tim Horton's making an announcement that they are stepping back as a sponsor. Bruce Arthur joining us, columnist for the Toronto Star. Bruce, good evening. What a, what a story here about a sponsor. It really is incredible, Arlene. And this is actually something I had checked with someone I knew in the federal government, just to double check earlier this week. Because I didn't think that the government had enough levers to truly force change at Hockey Canada. I was pretty sure. And what they told me is that with federal funding, yes, the government can freeze that and they have. Um, But that is a small part of Hockey Canada's revenues because it's such a big federation, because it's such a popular sport. The sponsors insulate it financially and financial insulation means a certain amount of political insulation for the leaders of the organization. And what happened today, the fact that Tim Hortons today told Hockey Canada that they will not be sponsoring men's hockey, only men's, mm-hmm. for, the, for the next year. So going into the, ne- the end of this hockey season, so until next summer, including the World Juniors, that Tim Hortons will pull out of that. That is the first of all the, the criticism that Hockey Canada has taken, of all the measures that have been taken, This to me is the closest thing to an earthquake because there have been sponsors who have said, we're going to pause our relationship with Hockey Canada. You can always replace that. The fact that Tim Hortons is, I probably not going to be the only one that does this. This means that Hockey Canada and its board and its executives are now facing a different playing field in which their ability to fund the organization will be in at much greater peril. And that's where I think the pressure just got ratcheted up on Hockey Canada significantly. Bruce, the description of an earthquake is is true. It's rumbling. It's going underneath their feet. They must be trying to find their footing here. And I don't know where they're going to get it. And to your point, and it's a good one, there has been a worry. We have seen these cases before and there's reactions from institutions, but we all know what matters, the money and the sponsors. And if they stick with with someone in this kind of a crisis, they do, as you've just said, they've got power. Now, we all know we've been through this before, and there is a a template and a script. If Tim Hortons goes, what kind of pressure, Bruce, are on the other sponsors to follow right now, do you think? Well, what they've done is they've set an example, right? Like, and we we see this all the time in all kinds of areas. It's basically permission. Now, each company will make a different valuation of what the relationship to Hockey Canada is worth and what it's worth to stick with an organization in a country where the prime minister has not once but many times called out the leadership of Hockey Canada and said that there is no faith in it, but which also, and this I think is important and another aspect of this, if you look at public polling on whether or not people think the leadership in Hockey Canada is up to this crisis or should be replaced, I think it's something along the lines of two thirds of respondents have said that they do not have faith in the leadership of Hockey Canada. I think I think the leadership of Hockey Canada has to know they were dead and they and they just they, they didn't know it yet in, in a true sense. Right. Like if you look at the testimony for over the summer exactly. of CEO Scott Smith and Tom, uh, former CEO Tom Reddy of uh, Andrea Skinner yesterday, there was an arrogance to this. 
There was withholding, deliberate withholding of information, which was germane to the, the parliamentary committee, uh, the Standing Committee on Heritage. Um, these guys didn't come to the table as if they were in trouble, really. They didn't prepare as if they were in trouble because if you run Hockey Canada, you've never really been in trouble. You're insulated on a cultural, mm-hmm. financial, and an institutional level. And the anger over this settlement, over the 2018 settlement relating to a gang sexual assault of the 18-year-old woman in London, Ontario, after a gala, Hockey Canada gala for the gold medal world uh, junior champions. That is so, that is, that has really opened up the floodgates on conversations about hockey culture, about what we value in this country and how much we value hockey. And at this point, if you were a sponsor, before now, there have been scandals in hockey, but the brand of hockey itself was pretty unassailable. And I think the conversations around that, as it pertains to Hockey Canada specifically, are starting to change enough that if Tim Hortons walks, then, uh, and, and then this isn't walks forever, by the way, you'll notice. This is just, this is just for the next eight months to, to a year. Um, but if that happens... I could absolutely see other sponsors making the same money calculation and cultural calculation. And that would be really interesting. It's so true. And the way you've laid it out, listening to that, to what happened at the hearing yesterday, it really, really was arrogance. There was a denial of reality. And again, I, you know, I was looking at it and I was looking at it, be honest, as a woman, and you watch these kind of things happen before and you, you say, oh, who do they have? Who's sticking with them? And the great thing these days is there's people like you. This is not women just talking about these are men outraged and they're men involved. We watch what's happened with abuse with men. And this is just completely unacceptable now. And they seem not to get it yesterday. In my opinion, and we've both had experience watching people try to scramble up from things, even in the sports world, Michael Vicks kind of started it, but he... He laid out a path to redemption. Can they possibly do it? Or is this a case of burn that organization to the ground and we need something new, in your opinion? Well, I mean, burning to the ground is always dangerous when it comes to institutions because you need to figure out what's going to follow it. So that's something you can't just say fire everybody and figure it out later. Um, That said, there's no shortage of good people in the hockey world in this country who I think, and I don't know this for sure, would be willing to step in. But I, I do think that if you, if you look at that testimony yesterday from Andrea Skinner, who's the interim CEO, who is, or chair, chair, chair mm-hmm. of the board, rather, sorry, um, who is young, who has a background in hockey, her brother Jeff plays in the NHL. Um, she played uh, at, at Cornell. She's a lawyer. She's, she's someone who should be seen as, as, as kind of a future of hockey in this country. But the defense of that settlement, mm-hmm. you, can, you simply can't defend the settlement. In ter- you can defend it in terms of they avoided a public trial, which we've seen how ugly those can get in this country when it comes to any, any person of power, right, when it comes to sexual assault. Um, they did uh, keep the victim from having to go through a trial and offered the victim some compensation for what was obviously uh, a wrong. And that said, There's another side to that, which is that Hockey Canada never knew who the accused players were Mm -hmm. and never knew the full facts of the case. And once you do that, you are de facto in 
you are paying to make it go away. That's what it looks like. There was a really good point made by Anthony, Anthony Housefeather during the yeah. hearings mm-hmm. yesterday. He's a corporate lawyer, a liberal MP. And he noted that in the minutes of Hockey Canada board meetings, there is no record of them approving this settlement because they did what was called going in camera, right? Going behind closed doors. Okay, so they make they have the decision and the, the debate and decision behind closed doors. If you weren't scared of what was going to happen, you would have come out of in camera and gone back on the record in your board meeting and said, this is what we're going to do. Not why even, but what. Uh, we are approving this settlement. This is the reasons we're going to do it. If you can, you can say that if you want. They didn't do that. And that's why there's no record of them approving this, which again, whether or not that's incompetence or malice doesn't really make a difference. Because in a world, in the world, you can't do that. You can't make it look like a cover up, even if it's not actively a cover up. Yeah. Appearance is 90% of reality, all those things. And you have to make the appearance of caring and being fair. And that is consciousness of of what they're doing. If we we get all legal here, I want to squeeze in very quick question. We only have less than a minute. You know, as we talk about the hearings yesterday, one of the things that kind of made several people say, how dare they, when they kind of dangled Andrea Skinner that perhaps the boys and girls of Canada (laughs) were going to lose on the hockey rink. I mean, talk about arrogance, Bruce. One of the things that you see with any institution is they conflate the virtue of the people involved in that institution with the people who lead that institution. So all the good that happens in, in Canada and hockey, all the parents, all the volunteers, all the kids, there's a lot of problems culturally with hockey in this country, which we need to wrestle with. But there's a ton of good, huge engines of good in this country. And if you are the leader of Hockey Canada and you try to leverage that virtue as your own and claim it, That's what happened yesterday, I thought, with Andrea Skinner. I thought she was in over her head by a mile, and I think the reaction to that testimony has shown just how in trouble the leadership of Hockey Canada is at this moment. Bruce Arthur, columnist for the Toronto Star. Thank you, Bruce. It was great to have you tonight. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. You bet, Arlene. I'm Arlene Bunn, and this is On Point.